Hey, dear listeners, just a gentle reminder that you can support the Indube Network by subscribing to the Indube Patreon at patreon.com slash Indube. But hold up, Sterling. I keep hearing about this website. What is Patreon? So glad you asked. Patreon is a membership platform where subscribers can pay, fund, or donate to creators for content. In other words, if you subscribe for a small monthly fee, you can get bonus podcasts, reviews, videos, and just awesome extra goodies from the Indube Network. So all that extra stuff we couldn't fit in this episode they're listening to right now will be on the Patreon? Exactly, and so much more. Oh, really? Well, where does my money go? Well, podcasts cost money. Microphones, conferencing software, and host websites aren't free. So every little bit that a patron chips in helps produce the content they already love and enjoy. And for your contributions, based on how much you give per month, will unlock more perks to be enjoyed that are created specifically for patrons. Okay, that sounds pretty good. So where do I go again? Patreon.com slash Indube. Browse around. Some posts are free. Most are a dollar. But you're free to do more and you will get more. And we at the Indube Network will certainly appreciate the help keeping the studio lights on. That's for sure. And thank you to the patrons that are already supporting and enjoying all that extra bonus content. Like that one video where you did that one thing you said you wouldn't, couldn't, and shouldn't do. Oh, I know. And I almost got killed to death trying to do it, but I did it and now it's done. That was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Good times. FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indie Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. This is episode number 81, week sometime close to the end of August. Uh, should be, I don't know. Google used to tell me what week it is. Does Google? it not anymore? <laughs> well, in my calendar, it used to. Um, I may have turned that feature off, or do I look? I look at my mm. calendar. I I I know mm-hmm, when things sure. are happening. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Sure, you do. Like the fact that I almost forgot that two weeks from now is a holiday. Yeah, that's that's fine. Huh. That's that's normal. Oh, maybe it doesn't. <laughs> anyway, it's um near the end of August and it's it's been quite a a summer. How how are you? How how are things going over there? Things are going pretty well over here. We've got some sunshine here in the capital city. It's been on and off thunderstorming for the past like two or well probably the past two weeks or so. So, and I'm one who, I'm a weird one who enjoys the gloomy weather and the rain, but after so long, it is kind of nice to have a little bit of sunshine peeking through. And today we have, it was storming earlier today and raining, but now we've got like clear blue skies and the sun shining, but it's, it's not that hot still. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of a weird thing, but I'm enjoying it. So, and it was off of work today. So that's always, that's always great. 
Yeah, just just rub it in a little bit, why don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm off next well, Monday too, and the Monday after that. So there's that. <laughs> well, well, I'm off the entire next week of next week, and then the following uh-huh. Monday. So. Congrats. I'll start to rub that in now. Um, but I mean, thank you for your lovely uh, report for the capital of Little Rock, because I guess I can segue right into whether or not I don't I don't know if you were aware of this. I meant to actually text it to you. Um, but were you aware in your your lovely uh, city of Little Rock that there was um, basically Satanists unveiling a statue? on uh, the Capitol grounds. I was aware of that. Um, but it wasn't quite what you think it is because it's not It's not even there anymore. It was like a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically... So there's a whole... <laughs> there's a whole thing about the church or the Temple of Satanists or Church of Satan. There's like two different... Anyway. But anyway, <laughs> the whole Satanist thing, they don't actually worship Satan or even believe in Satan. It's a whole thing about turning um, religious freedom on its head or, or fighting for your fourth amendment rights and your, and your religious freedom. So first that's just a disclaimer and no, I'm not a part of the church of Satan or the temple of Satan. I'm, I'm not. Um, yes. Thank you. I'm, I'm not. I'm a Scientologist. Thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, so it was just a, it, it's not there anymore. So, it, and it was only up for a couple of hours mm-hmm. and they borrowed it from somewhere else just to, it's basically, they were trying to prove a point, um, of like, okay, if y'all, cause we have a statue or no, I'm sorry. There was a state, um, representative who was trying to get a statue of the 10 commandments permanently placed on the Capitol grounds. And mm-hmm. so they, of course had had issue with that because it's like okay they're saying that a christian monument is basically stating that this is the you know that that is the correct or right or only religion and so they're like okay if y'all want to put up a statue of the ten commandments Mm. then we're going to put up a statue of our religious um of a religious sentiment with us too or, or significance i should say um so that's what it was. Um, but yeah, they took it down that same day a few hours later. Cause mm. don't you know, I found out about this whole rally the day after the rally. And so I was like, well, I want to go see the statue and it wasn't there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, our, our capital grounds are not that, you know, it's not that big. It's not. And I'm, I'm because I, of my job, I get to see the Capitol often and I get to go to the Capitol pretty often so I'm like, I know these grounds pretty well. There's there's only so many places where it would be, especially for a rally or whatever. So mm-hmm. I saw it or I went I went by the grounds, wasn't there. So I said, huh, okay. So I did a little research and that's when I found out that mm. the rally was the day before and the statue uh was there temporarily and it was gone uh just a few hours later. So in in long form to answer your question, yes, I'm aware of the statue that's not even there anymore. <laughs> gone just yeah. as quickly as it well I know the the funny thing well for me and I not sure why maybe maybe because Google knows that I I have a uh, a friend out in Little Rock but it, it actually popped up on my my Google News as mm-hmm. I was kind of scrolling through and I'm like huh okay and then I was like okay I need to I need to text Courtney about this and ask her what is going on in her town like what's what's happening mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. I never 
got to my apologies and then it just happened to come up now. I'm like, Oh wait, that's right. I wonder um, if she knew about this and clearly you did. I saw the pictures that they had. Um, I don't think they had any pictures of the crowd, but uh, everything you just Mm -hmm. said is basically what was in the article and just Mm -hmm. that, that it was actually, actually they didn't say in the article I read, maybe because it was the same day and they did further research since then, but they, I was led to believe it actually was a group of Satanists that were uh, out there protesting, but they were, but I'm, but I don't know. I guess when I hear that, I'm not here to defend anyone, but it's, it just puts a whole different light on something when, um, you say a group of Satanists, but the point of them being out there was not to like promote Satanism or say, Hey, hail Satan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Be- it was the point of it was to protest, um, or I guess to basically stand up for their own fourth amendment rights of religious, um, expression basically, mm, right. because the group in it, in and of itself is kind of satirical. Um, and they kind of make fun of the whole, um, religious um institute the institution of religion um and so they use satan and the in the symbols symbolisms of satan in the name of satan to like get get your attention it's mm-hmm. not that they worship satan they're actually most of them are atheists so anyway uh you know i don't have a dog in that fight but i thought that that is is uh interesting uh, information and the whole point of the statue was basically saying, well, if you know, if you would like to exercise your rights under the Fourth Amendment, then so so would we like to ex- exercise those rights, um, and that's what they were doing. Mm. I don't know where it went after that, though. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I couldn't even ascertain a guess, uh, but. So I'm, I guess I'm waiting now for the Scientologists, yourself included, to be uh, <laughs> trying to uh, erect a statue of Zenyu, I believe his name is. Zenu, yes. Zenu, Zenu, that's right, that's right, Zenu. Get it, um, get it right. I'm, I'm so sorry. A thousand apologies. <laughs> um, please get uh, cleanse the Thetans from me because of the mispronunciation <laughs> of his name. Uh, oh, the, the mighty Zenu. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Please, please let me know when Put that happens. Put some respect on his name. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please. Uh, yeah. Um, that's that's pretty. That was that was that, I found that interesting. So I just wanted to share, and I'm so glad you were able to uh, do some on the on the on the ground research or live reporting. <laughs> even Something though everything like was gone. Yeah. Everyone right, was gone already. Gone, and I wasn't there or anything. <laughs> Like it was a whole day later, yeah. A whole no, day later before I even knew about it. No scraps of paper or rubble <laughs> nope. from the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The, the toppling. They laid Dallas Shore. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the statue of Beelzebub, but it was actually somebody else. It was, it was somebody else's. The yes. Seth Fat or something that I've never even heard of. Neither have I, but it looked like, you know what? That looks demonic. I mean, the, it, just the name. It and does. So, so did it the did. picture. <laughs> Because it had like two smiling little children with it too. So oh, did it? Oh, I didn't see all that. That's well, that's pretty yeah. According to the uh, the description of what the statue looked like. So yeah. Uh, On to lighter yeah. news. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I'm trying to figure out how to actually get into this particular topic, uh, but to not bury the lead, I bought myself a um steering wheel cover now i'm like okay what's the big deal about that 
I realized after I got it, I was like, you know what, this is what, when you get a car, this is what you really kind of touch the most. And do you have a steering wheel cover on your steering wheel? I do. Okay. How long do you think you've had it? I've only had it a couple months or so. Oh, so it's fairly new. Mm-hmm. So maybe possibly you might uh, kind of relate to this where it almost, almost feels like a new car. Almost. Uh, for like maybe a day or two, but then I got over it. <laughs> I, I did. It was, yeah, got over it really quickly. Yeah, I suppose it's still fairly new because I just got it last, like Friday, you know, after the whole, um, not Beezlebub, but the other guy uh, thing, getting over that. But yeah, it, it I don't know. It, for me, it just, it's like, okay, because this is what you kind of touch the most in your car. You don't really grip the seats or unless you're a really crazy yeah. driver. But. Um, well, with me, I really needed one because, like, my steering wheel was the the stuff on, on it. Um, I guess the steering wheel itself was starting to kind of, like, peel away. The, whatever material or, or whatever, it was starting to kind of crumble. So every time I touched my steering wheel, I would come away with crap on my hand. Right. So I was I mean, like, this has got to stop. I cannot <laughs> live like this anymore. So... Yeah, I find that's exactly why I bought one too. Yeah, so you, so you, you understand. You feel my my pain. I, I do. That's why my I bought one. <laughs> I, that's, I was like, you know, I my hands aren't dirty, even though I just like left work. But I most of the time I wash my hands before I leave, so mm-hmm. I know it's not me. And I'm like, what's going on? Like my, and then mm-hmm. I realize it is the steering wheel is kind of deteriorating, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it could be past dirt and grime from maybe me previously or just you know you know the just the rubber just going away so i'm like mm-hmm. I, I need this to stop because this feels gross so yeah it's terrible so yeah and I did so get yeah one. i have a final to do something about it and i did so yeah it took a couple you know because it had a, a special smell to it so it took a day or so to kind of get used to it but then i was like okay yep back to normal <laughs> do, 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 going to work Mm-hmm. And I think I may have put mine on incorrectly, but I don't care because it's mine. And I gotcha. wanted it that way where mm-hmm. I think the, the grippers of the handles, it's supposed to be like 10 o'clock and two o'clock or whatever, the way that this is designed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. And mine are mine are like at 12 and six. So, <laughs> but that's I mean, because I also. Exactly. And that's normally how I drive anyway. <laughs> okay. Let me back up. It, this is. <laughs> I usually drive one-handed, so the top of the steering wheel or the bottom of the steering wheel. So, mm-hmm. gotcha. It kind of it kind of works out. Um, but also, I had issues getting this stupid thing on the steering wheel itself because, I mean, it's supposed to be tight on there to stay on there. But I was like, did I buy the right size? And like, mm-hmm. do they come in other sizes? And it was already <laughs> I already had it like halfway on, and I'm, I'm pretty sure if anyone was watching me like in the parking lot get frustrated trying to get this thing on there mm-hmm. and then realizing like okay it does fit but then i realized that it was on sideways or crooked but I'm i had like, to get a friend of mine who yeah i had to get a friend of mine to put mine on because i had tried to put it on mm-hmm. but i was like oh no i think i got a size too small and, and <laughs> just like you i was like but do they come in multiple sizes because i thought most wheels were you know but yeah, i know size, that they yeah. 
Yeah, like I know that wheels do come in different sizes, people. I'm I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, well, maybe it, it should be able to kind of conform to whatever size I have. Or maybe it's supposed to fit kind of tight. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, you have to kind of maneuver it on there. Well, I don't know what he did, but he got it on there. I think he had to break part of the <laughs> part oh. of the cover to to get it on there, but it, I mean it worked just fine. It was just, but it it wasn't the kind that had any give to it. Mm. Um, it's like the faux. It's like red, which is my favorite color, mm-hmm. and mm. it's got like this um, either I guess it's snakeskin because it's kind of scaly, um, and it's plasticky. So, but it doesn't have. The point is, it doesn't have any give. So it either. Listen, I walked away. Your capacity. <laughs> I walked away, and when I came back, the steering wheel cover was on there, and that's all I can say about the matter. Mm. <laughs> and it works like I need it to, mm-hmm. and it's not coming off. So, yeah, same for me as well. Like, if I have to take it off, I think it's going to have to be cut off because it's it's on there for good. Yep, never coming off until I get tired of it <laughs> and can find somebody else to replace it for me. Right, and. I know for me, I don't think that's going to happen. I think I'll probably find a new car before I, I take that off. But which yeah. my dad did scare me. He was like, hey, you're getting up there in miles. You might want to start looking. I'm like, nope, nope. This is paid <laughs> off. It's been paid off for like a year. Let me enjoy this. I don't want to start mm-hmm. looking. Yeah. Because uh, like, like there, here it's a necessary evil to have a car. So <sighs> yeah, I don't want, I don't want that, that, that smoke of a, of a, monthly payment i'm good yeah yeah no 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 thank you like never again if i can help it probably not <laughs> never again but you know what i mean yeah i do i do it's it's inevitable unfortunately because mm-hmm. uh, cars but that was the one of the newest things i'm, I'm just happy about so it, i still have the newness the feeling like oh well, this is nice so I'm, I'm enjoying it and just wondering if if you and maybe even anybody else out there has had the similar it's like what a, what a nice feeling. Cause I think I, cause I had been in a uh, rental car recently and that's like one of the first things you notice is just how the steering wheel feels as you, you know, drive as, mm-hmm. as well as the following things of like how the car actually drives and you mm-hmm. know, all that stuff and features. But you know, it's the thing that you kind of handle the most. You just has to be comfortable. So it's much more comfortable yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, that kind of goes along with, you know, after you clean your car, like inside and outside, it just feels like a new car. Or if you put a new, you know, my favorite thing is to clean it inside and out and then put a new, like fill it up. It just drives better. Like it feels good. The car Mm. feels good. And so it drives better. So, you know. I need to work on this cleaning out the car. Listen, this is a theoretical thing that I've only heard of. So... (laughs) And maybe I've well, experienced once in its lifetime, but it's not something, it's not like a consistent state of being for the car. Yeah, because <laughs> I've seemed to track all of nature into my car. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I have like twigs and leaves from last winter. No, last maybe. winter, last summer, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So I, I need to, and the thing is, I just parked Finally, the part the the garage is is uh, empty. So, just in case my parents are listening, though, they're now finding out that I'm just now parking in the garage again. But um, there, we've got a lot of trees here. So, with the trees, there are birds, and sure. the birds just like to you know just poop wherever. And mm-hmm. 
most of the time it's just in the back of my car. So it's a hot mess. Even after I come from the car wash, I do the car wash more than I clean the inside Mm -hmm. and it's almost like it doesn't matter. So I'm like, they just, I don't know. And I don't know what they eat. It's ridiculous. (laughs) It doesn't matter what they eat. It's coming out. Yeah, and it's multicolored, so that's why I'm like, I don't know what's going on. It's, <laughs> it's insane. That's gross. Yeah, I didn't want to get too graphic, but I'm just, that's that's where I'm leaving it. So mm-hmm. it's, and I'm hopefully I'm safer in the garage. Hopefully there's less spiders that I have to walk, not into the spiders, but the webs, uh, because that also has happened. And I, I just feel like I need to just, I, I might already be like running short on time trying to get to work, but then I run into a nice freshly built web and now I have to go back in the house and like take all of my skin off and then try to see if I can get to work on time. It's a mm-hmm. hassle. It's a hassle. So yeah, hopefully this will cut down with when it's in the garage, even though it's been empty for a while. So I do see some fresh new webs that haven't been there before. So it should be fun. Nice. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that that is that is uh, what's happening um, in the in the world of cars because I don't know cars. Some guy tried to convince me. He was like, "Oh, you know computers, you know cars." I'm like, "No, no, they're not the same, not at all." No, because <laughs> uh, you show me what a carburetor is, like you point at it, you tell me that's a carburetor. I'm going to believe that's a carbur- carburetor. <laughs> sure. But, yeah, because I I don't know it until it breaks. That is my <laughs> my. Yeah, that's my my philosophy on cars, and mm-hmm. then I will try to fix it. Like, um, I think a starter. I never really knew what. I mean, I know what a starter does, but I didn't. I never seen one until I had to get one and have a some guy install it for me. Mm-hmm. Which took <laughs> several hours to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that mice can um, make little nests inside your engine because that happened too. So yeah. Yeah, mice and other small vermin, like squirrels. Oh, you had a squirrel in your just, car? I've never had a squirrel in my car, thank God. But I know other people who have, so I know that it's a thing, and it's not a fun thing. It's not a cute thing at all. Oh, it's it's actually quite terrible. Yeah, Bird I guess candy. I yeah, they they are a little bit bigger than mice, and I. Yeah, it's it's not fun from what I understand. So. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, it, it, it does. I like squirrels more than mice, but, you know, I don't want them in my car. Mm-mm. The engine's just not a good place for them to be, you know? It isn't. Even though they seek warmth um, and probably protection from the elements, but this is not That's safe. That's not our problem. It isn't. It isn't. But, <laughs> I mean, they are just looking for shelter and, you know, a place they can call home. And I'm I'm in agreement with you that the car is not that place. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Just stick to the tr- trees and lakes that you're used to. <laughs> I can never remember. The <laughs> <of> that. <laughs> but I got the, I got the reference. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for meeting me there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and we'll return. I do have a, a minor black history facts, not minor. It's actually pretty major do with the major thing i'm really selling this and i big and it's really not that big but we're gonna get to it <laughs> uh when we come back on the Indu podcast the Indu podcast here at johnny's apple orchard apple cider is always in season 
There are plenty of happy customers year-round. I love me some of that apple cider from that Jimmy Beach Fuzz. That's Johnny Appleseed. Jimmy Cherisdale? No, Johnny Appleseed. Jenny Applecoat? Close enough. Johnny Appleseed's Orchard Apple Cider. Always in season. Look for it in the produce aisle at your local grocers. Howdy, folks. Clem the old prospector here to tell you you can strike it rich. And you don't even need a pick and a shovel. All you need is a new quick pick from the Nebraska Lottery. Woo! With six chances to win, odds are you'll do better than me digging in this old mountain here. The new quick pick from the Nebraska Lottery. Puppies! Ow! The fluff-tastic, cuterific rascals that are too irresistibly adorable to ignore. You know you want to snuggle a fur baby, whether it's a bulldog, bloodhound, pomeranian, or poodle. Get you some of this cuddly pupper loving. All of these doggos are good boys and girls and just crave your love and love to be loved. So love a pup today. Go find your nearest canine cuddler and give them all the hugs and belly rubs. As long as you have the owner's consent, of course. Hopefully they do because no puppy should be left unpet. Puppies! We love the puppies! Hey! And welcome back to the new podcast. Black history. Black history. Black history. Black history. Facts. My black history fact for you today is um, is in remembrance of the great Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. And um, the queen the, of soul. Yes, the queen of soul. Just the queen. Like, Just the queen. Period. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. what's her face. Um, Nicki Minaj came out with an album called Queen, but we're not talking about that one. No, we're talking no, about, no. We're talking about the Queen. Right. And no offense to uh, the Beyonce fans. I know she's Queen B, but still, Aretha, there would be no Beyonce without Aretha. <laughs> so True. Put some respect on her name. Put some Just respect saying. on her name, okay? Oh, actually, no. Respect with the T because <laughs> she spelled it out for us. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. So you're you're right. You're absolutely right. Thank you for correcting me. I was incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was going to go with it too. Because that's that's our fit. That's that's our thing. We we do enjoy some respect and putting that yeah. on on names. But in in uh, Aretha's case, uh, yes, it has to be spelled the correct way because true, true. For us. You're right. Now my my tiny fact um, is that. Two of my beloved movies, and I know there's some controversy behind the second movie that I will name. Um, she is not a fan, not even not a fan of of lip syncing, but I think she doesn't really, she can't really do it that well. She couldn't do it that well. And she had mm-hmm. to do that for the films Blues Brothers and Blues Brothers 2000, mm-hmm. where they uh, perform or she performs two of her greatest songs. Um, think and I believe actually respect. So I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So she actually had to lip sync, which she found extremely difficult to do because she is just one of those like true to soul, just singing it from her heart. And she really can't re-sing it how she sang it. Like it's different and new and fresh each and every time. So it was really difficult for her to uh, lip sync those songs but she did it and and she's in the movie yeah so that, she that's, is 
she is. But that's that's my my very short version or short black history fact. A little tidbit, really. But wanna... important and you know, I've heard that I've I've actually never seen any of the Blues Brothers films, but from people on the interwebs who have seen it, they said that her the scenes that she's in and her performance are, you know, pretty pretty I don't know if they're if they were called pivotal, but they were called really influential in the movie and like it's somebody even said you know when they saw her and and there's another guy um in the film or in the scenes with her they're like uh that's when you realize that the movie is following the wrong characters we wanted (laughs) to see more of those two characters what about them (laughs) so and i was like and then i actually did watch that watch that clip and it was pretty it was pretty good it was pretty Mm -hmm. good Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, I'm coming from it a little bit biased, but because uh, it's right after she had passed or like maybe the day of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so somebody posted that and I was like, oh, my God, you're right. So maybe, again, I'm a little biased and coming in completely fresh and not knowing anything about the Blues Brothers or knowing very little about the Blues Brothers movies. Um, but uh, I mean, I think it's, you know. I think it's something when they call you out, you know, call an artist uh, to appear in the movie and mm-hmm. do your thing and they do it twice. And I don't know, I just think that means something. It does. It does. And and they had to. And I, I felt she was definitely used well. Um, mm-hmm. And just, just a little bit more like uh, background or context rather. And, and I, I mean, I would agree. I would be interested to see what their home life would be because uh, Aretha is actually singing to her husband who is being recruited back into the band. And Mm. she's basically saying, first of all, you better think about what you're doing Mm. or what you're trying to do to me. Um, Mm -hmm. Because hanging out with the blues brothers is usually would end in something terrible happening. So, Mm -hmm. which, which it does. (laughs) Uh, despite what you may feel about the second one, because a lot of people feel the second one shouldn't have been made and thought it was mm. trash, but that was my introduction to the Blues Brothers, so that's kind of where I stand on that. Um, and even in the second film, when they go to recruit him again, uh, she's like basically saying um, no, but you know, again, you better you know respect, you better show me yeah. some respect. So it's it's great. So it's it's well used. I mean, there's definitely some other legends that are are sprinkled throughout both movies because Ray Charles was in there, but we're talking about Aretha today. So, you know. Right, right. I mean, I only named one and there's like a good plethora. Actually, I think they're all guys too. Hmm. <laughs> Except for Blues Brothers 2000 because um, Erica Badu is in that one too. So she's she plays a significant role in that. Oh, wow. I, I'm sleeping on this movie. I need to get with it apparently. Yeah, I, I mean, I would be remiss if I said if I didn't speak for the masses and say and say that you're not missing anything. But okay, oh wow, for either film? No, I mean for the first one, it's good. Um, oh, but, but the second one, people will say that it's not good at all. Okay. <laughs> but that's that's them. I'm I'm firmly okay with being the minority and liking the film. And I've already explained that was my introduction. That was my first Blues Brothers film. And it's so, but I should. You're saying I should at least check out the first one. Yes. Okay. That way, you you actually understand who they are, where they come from, what their mission from God is, and uh, (laughs) 
because yes, they're on a mission uh, to save an orphanage. None of that is a spoiler. That's just, I mean, if you look up the trailer, I'm pretty sure they say that that's what they're doing. But, you know, they meet a whole bunch of musical people on the way as they go to uh, do this performance. So it's, it's pretty good. I mean, especially if you like, uh, if you love music too. Um, and that's why I had included it when we did our musical episode a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago. You did. You sure did. Yes. So I will, I will fight for that movie or both of them, <laughs> <laughs> even though it was on a, a recent episode of one of my favorite podcasts. Um, How did this get made? They talked about blues brothers, 2000 mm-hmm. and just, just decimated it, <laughs> just tearing it to pieces. And I'm like, Oh my heart. But like, they're right though. I mean, a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. there, the points are making like, who is this child that's in, that's living in the trunk? Yes. There is a child that has a whole like this- studio apartment in the trunk. Of a car. Oh, is it is the trunk like a TARDIS where it is bigger on the inside and or or mm-hmm. uh, one of the tents in well not just the tents but like a enchanted item in the Harry Potter Wizarding World where it's literally bigger on the inside. Mm-hmm. You lost me on that reference, but I was with you on the TARDIS and it's not yes, that you big. Do. Okay, wait, stop. You do know. In the Harry Potter world, where they put like, like in bags, oh, it can be right, a small yes. bag or the tents. Yeah. Yes, the tents. Okay, yeah. It took oh, me a little while because there's like entire scenes that take place in the tents. Yes, like the whole movie, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, it's it's definitely not that big. It's it's just okay. like it's like fully furnished. They open the 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 trunk and he's like napping, and there's like a bed and looks oh. like a little TV and and like just everything. But it's like real, regular size, real world size. It's child size, like super small. Sure. So it's like. But it's not like a, because even the genie's bottle, except no, that's a little different because like in I Dream of Genie or sure, I Dream of Genie, she mm-hmm. becomes smaller, like the contents within the bottle, the genie mm-hmm. bottle. Is it, it's not, it's not like that. It's just actually it, real life child size. Yeah, it's very compact. Like, really, all the kid really has room to do is just maybe roll over, and that's it. Got it. But, like, he can't pop up in the middle of a nightmare. Like, oh, no, I'm having a nightmare. And he, like, pops up out of his little cot in the trunk because he would hit his head. Is it is it that small? His little living quarters? So he can't, like, do that, though. He can't jump on his little cot in the trunk. <laughs> no, there's no As jumping. As a kid would do. Okay. Yeah, it, it's very small. <laughs> Got um, it. Okay. Not I'm, with you. I just, I need context. You know what I'm saying? I don't right. know if this is fictional studio-sized apartment or if it's there or, like, child abuse. <laughs> it's it, it's probably borderline <laughs> child abuse practical joke for the sake of a movie. And, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to to laugh because we're analyzing a scene that's only like three seconds in this movie. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> it, but it's, it's great. It's, it's wonderful. Um, and there's much more ridiculousness that happens in this movie. And it's just funny that we're the just... second one that we don't like. Yes. I'm putting we okay. in quotes because I'm not including myself in the we, because I like this movie. <laughs> I own this movie. I own the soundtracks of the movie because mm-hmm. that you was my stand thing. for this movie. I, like I will I will stand for it. You're the only person who stands for it, though. Probably. Probably, probably. Or one of ten, maybe. Probably. I'm I'm going to name check another podcast I've been listening to uh, that our friend Blair Imani is on, uh, Hysteria. Nice. Awesome. 
they have a, a running segment called a uh, 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 hill they're willing to die on. Each episode, they will choose a topic or choose something that they will, you know, they will stand for and, and they will sure. die on that hill. So Blues mm-hmm. Brothers 2000 is that hill I will die on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we all have one or two, so mm-hmm. this will be it. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, it's, it's definitely... Stick your laurels. Definitely laurels, off the... Laurels, yeah. Laurels? yeah. It's I've laurels. heard that saying, but I've never really understood. But I mean, do you... I know this is off the cuff and you're not prepared, but... Or maybe you are, but do you have a hill that you'd be willing to die on, like... Oh my God, so many hills, but let's see. <laughs> um, I got to pick one though, because this is on the spot and I got to make it count. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so I keep thinking of like vaccinations for children mm-hmm. and spaying and neutering your dog. Um, <laughs> I mean, those are things that... Those, no, those are, I understand that, but I'm talking about dying on, I'm, like, and I would die on those hills, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to talk about those because those are like... Oh, you want like something like almost that's insignificant, like a movie that everyone says is bad. Yes, and, yes, because they're, they're because they're there. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that. Um. Oh man, so many! <laughs> I just finished. I, fi- I just finished Downton Abbey yesterday. Oh, you finally finished. Fin- well, I have been. I, I, well, you know the story. I, I do, and I need to tell. I need to tell the listeners though. Okay, tell the listeners, or do you want me to tell the listeners? Yeah, I want you to tell them. Yes, you tell them. So I've been watching Down Abbey. Well, I say been watching. <laughs> I started watching it maybe like a Years year ago. or two or three ago. Yes. Um, but when I started to get to the final season, which was season five, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me just slow my, slow my roll here because I knew that it was ending and I didn't want it to end. And that show, it just makes me feel things and I love it and I didn't want it to end. So I stopped for like a year. Um, mm. So I was home yesterday and I was like, you know what? This is a nice rainy Sunday uh, afternoon. This is a great time to watch Downton. And I was like, let me just watch one episode or whatever. No, 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 no. <laughs> I finished all of season five. I think I was, it's it's maybe eight episodes of season five, you know, because they're longer. They're like an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I'll just do one, you know, and move on to something else. Well, no, no, no. I watched um, probably half the season because I had already started it, season five. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I stopped for a while. And I basically watched ha- half of the season or a little over half of the season yesterday evening and of course i cried at the end because they wrapped everything up and it was just beautiful Mm. um anyways there's a lot of hills to die on in that uh show or with that show but i'm not gonna i don't even wanna because that was a different time you know different it's just different so i don't wanna see um you don't want to die on a hill today (laughs) no not today not today it's not worth it today Oh my God. Okay. This is probably a popular one. So this this is kind of cheating, but it's one that I've wanted, like I've been dying on this hill for, (laughs) for, let's see, I don't know, 11 years now. Oh boy. Um, No longer, longer because this movie came out in 97. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's say 21 years now because uh, since this movie came out, the movie you might have heard of it. It's called Titanic. Okay. Um, Jack totally could have survived if he had gotten on that door. Basically, what Rose and Jack did 
was they sank, you know, they went into the water with, you know, thousands of other people from the, or hundreds of whatever, lots of other people mm-hmm. from the Titanic. They tried that one time to get to fit both of them on the boat or on the door. It was like the do- a door from, you know, a piece of the ship that had just sunk. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried the one time to get them both on the door. And, you know, of course, they're panicked and they're cold and they're, you know, flipping out because, I don't know, their whole boat has sunk. And that's a problem. And they're, you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a problem. Well. Understatement. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to be offensive or insensitive. It's okay. A lot of people I mean, lost, I'm, lost their lives, but I'm really upset I'm still getting about over it too, because so. Jack could have survived if they truly could. I believe that they could have both um, have fit on that door. All they had to do was kind of chill out, slow down a little bit, and you know, kind of maneuver themselves onto the door. It's a huge door, right? Mm-hmm. It, at the very least, if they truly could not manage to fit both of their bodies and, and get them to balance on the door to keep it afloat, keep it and themselves afloat, they could have switched out. Why, why, Sterling and listeners, why did Rose only stay on the top of the door? Because she was cold, right? She was cold, but she could have switched out. But no, Jack had to fall asleep or he died. Okay. Yeah. But Jack had to like, <laughs> Get hypothermia. He gave into the hype. <laughs> that is so wrong. I feel Sterling. terrible. <laughs> you are so terrible. <laughs> but you're right. He gave into the hype and he died. He could mm-hmm. they could have switched out every, I don't know, 10 minutes to keep themselves alert, to keep themselves counting down. You know, if you give yourself an end goal, like a deadline, it keeps you on track, right? It keeps you focused and like, okay, I don't really want to be in this cold water, but I don't know, in seven minutes, I'm going to be on the door. So whatever. I don't, I just, instead of like singing songs to yourself, Rose, instead of like telling one another you love each other, Rose and Jack, freaking make a plan, like survive. They could have both survived. Um, And so Th- the this fact was that- even proven on Mythbusters too. They, they <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am not the only one. Listen, I'm not the only one who feels this way. So like I said, this is kind of a cheat, but I have a better, uh, a better one for you next episode. Don't, don't you worry. Okay. Um, but you know, this one has been with me the longest. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> not happy about it. I feel like yes, Jack's purpose in Rose's life movie wise, you know, character wise, plot wise, was to come into her life, shake things up. She was already frustrated and not happy in the life that she was leading and the road that she was headed down. She didn't want to marry Cal. He was a jerk. She didn't She didn't want that life. And she needed someone or something to kind of shake her out of that and give her the strength she needed to walk away. So he did that for her, yes. And she ended up living a very long and happy life, and it was great. Mm-hmm. But how much more like abundant and full could it have been if Jack was with her? They could have grown old together. They could have, they could have done so much. Like I said, granted, she Rose went on and did some great things on her own and she married and she, you know, had grandkids and, you know, it was great. Mm-hmm. But Jack was the one who ended up with the short end of the stick here. You know, he, he won his ticket and then he died. I, I don't know. 
it's just bittersweet. And yes, the, the movie is brilliant and I love it. It's still one of my favorite movies, but that's a like a gaping plot hole. Um, and I'm obviously still not over it 21 years later. So, well, it, yeah. Like you said, it's a very popular thing and you're not alone in that. There's still many people who are upset about it. Um, I, I I can't even really recall how many times I've seen it, but it, I definitely can count on one hand. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely, I, I mean, when it came out, not, not really, but I, I do recall when it came out all the, um, I was like one of the first people in my class to get the internet and <laughs> All like the girls you. in my class, I know I was just so special, but they, all the girls in my class kept bothering me because they wanted pictures of Leonardo DiCaprio because <laughs> this was around did. the time that movie came out. So I was like, mm-hmm. hey, can you print out some pictures? Can you print out more pictures? And um, I think I was just loving the attention from the ladies, <laughs> but sure. it was really, they were just using me until you know they <laughs> got what they wanted. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. But oh man, what a time that was where those pictures loaded oh so slowly and the printers printed oh so slowly. But and it was just like <laughs> one picture like in the in the small box and the and then there's all this white paper left over. <sighs> good, good the times. good old days. Yeah, the good old days, it is. man. It is. Um but yeah, okay. Well, I mean, that's that's okay. I mean, it's it is a legit hill to die on, is is what I'm saying. So it's just, it's definitely I'm still not over it. Yeah, and I Unfortunately, I don't think you ever will. Especially, listen. I don't think this is over. I'm sorry. I'm done like ranting about it. But this is over. (laughs) This is most of my life that I have held this grudge against James freaking Cameron for doing that to this character who didn't deserve it. And I get it. I know. Like I get it. So you can save it. Don't don't at me with that. No. Uh. Uh. He could have made it. He could have made it. I know he's not caring. An iota about it because he's too busy out in Pandora. <laughs> doing stuff that nobody asked he don't for. care. He don't. Yeah. He don't care. He did that on purpose. It's, yes, that is I a little bit it. of shade for Avatar, but yes, he's, he's, <laughs> nobody asked for all them sequels. Did nobody ask for it, Sterling? Like, and I liked Avatar. Okay, but I, I liked Avatar in the movie theater. In the movie theater, I liked it. Uh huh. At home well, he, on a regular yeah. screen. I love it, it in the regular screen. I just love it. I really do. But uh, you know how I feel about sequels and capitalism and stuff. So that's yeah. a that's another hill I can die on. <laughs> sequels and capitalism. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's, that's what, what it is. is. It is what it is. Yes, that, that is I what it is. I have but... a whole segment on my hatred or dislike, strong dislike of uh, sequels and capitalism. That that might be a thing we may do for the Patreon because there we okay. that is something I, I kind of would like to do extended. Uh, Listen, uh, I have thoughts and feelings about it. Thoughts and feelings, folks. I I believe you. Um, I thought about going to a break, but I just wanna I just wanna hurry up and get to our our word watch. Word watch. Um, which is brought to you by the Curiosity app, which is like one of my favorite apps since I've been on my social media hiatus, which is. Still happening. So um, at some point I will return. But um, actually, I did text this one to you already just to give you a heads up. I'm like, hey, this is going to be the next uh, word watch because it's. <laughs> you did. It, it is. It's a fun. good one. Yes. And the word is egg corn. I had to separate it because if I say it too quickly, you might not catch it. But it sounds like egg corn, and that's not right. Right. Um, so tell us about it. Right. And an 
egg corn is a word or phrase that sounds like and is mistakenly used in a seemingly logical or plausible way for another word or phrase. For example, all intents and purposes. Uh, and it's and uh, the egg corn would be all intensive purposes. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's not right, but is it really wrong? I'm starting to read the article. <laughs> Um, and there's like, a, there's all more examples of it where some people mistakenly hear hear buds instead of earbuds. No, so they, people, what? Yeah. People, no, 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 no. That's not right, is it? I've never heard of that, but yeah. That, oh that my is God, wrong. I would correct them on the spot. And you know, I, you know, I, I hear a lot of wrong sayings and wrong things. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, you know, try not, to, out of respect for the person, I don't want to like, you know, like belittle their intelligence or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that. But I would absolutely be like, "Excuse me, what did you just say? <laughs> did I hear you wrong? Did did you what? It, what? I I would definitely call them out in a polite, you know, way. But it would happen. Mm-hmm. And some of them are more of a spelling thing. So you wouldn't like if you would hear it. It's different. And I have a couple more examples of what I mean by this. For example, like a real trooper, like. There's nothing wrong with actually hearing it, but if you write it out, what you mean to say is real trooper and troop is spelled T R O U P E R. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. That's one I didn't know That's about. That's true. So. That's true. And Interesting. One that I was never sure about, but now that I know that this is an egg corn, is buck naked. A lot of people say butt but, naked, even though. Right. I mean, in in my mind, it's almost like the same things. Like, well, if you are buck naked, then your butt is naked. So, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think I've. I think I. I I personally like alternate between the two, so I mm-hmm. say them both. So I'm I'm guilty of that, but I also think that they're the same. You're just saying it different. I mean, or, I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, one I remember hearing as a kid was. Um, and I didn't. I think I found it out, out on my own because there was a game show. I think, but mm-hmm. uh, dog eat dog. I thought it was doggy mm-hmm. dog, and of course, yeah. <laughs> there's a particular rapper yeah. who has a name who does right. not make this any easier for us. So right, but dog eat That's dog. True. So because uh, the dog the phrase would dog. be like a dog eat dog world. So uh-huh. I'm like, so I'm like, okay, it's a doggy dog world. What does that mean? But then you know, <laughs> with the eat in there, it makes much more sense. Uh, it does make a lot more sense. <laughs> Uh, deep seated, uh, and what we often hear is deep seed, seeded, oh, yeah. as in like a, a seed that I guess has been planted very deeply deep inside of you. Yeah, but it's actually seeded as if you're taking like a seat. Seated, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but, hmm. Okay, I could I could argue that one. I've heard, mm-hmm. I've seen it, and heard it both ways, and I think both are right. You know. But was one of them referring to a plant? No. Okay. Is this supposed to refer to a plant? I mean, the deep seated is, or with, I'm sorry, seated. Yeah. It takes a lot of work to make sure you enunciate. Enunciation. Um, Yes. um, That's the correct one with the seat, with the T. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But I do, I, I mean, Deep seated with a D that I feel like I I I think I'm I'm on the same page with you or you you can kind of make an argument saying like that's something that's been dare I say rooted within me and it's right. like 
it's been planted in me long ago, like uh, like Inception. So oh know, my god, I was gonna say <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so what does deep seated mean? Like what like what do they say that means? Do they say it didn't give a an uh, definition? It's just they actually have a list of like eighteen of them of what people hear and what they actually and mean. What they say. Oh, okay. Yeah, or the correct form of what that phrase well, is. Deep. I just searched it on Google, and deep seated with a T. The the definition um, is firmly established at a deep or profound level. So, I feel like that that may be the correct, and I'm using air quotes, the correct version of the term. But like they basically mean the same. Mm, There's. Yeah. I, I found something that is doing deep seated versus deep seated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to take me too long to figure this out, but yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to go back. Cause I'm, I might have to fight you on that one or fight the article on that one. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, I'm, it's not Give a term, not a phrase I've ever actually used. So I, uh, as far as I know, I don't know. I mean, it's, it probably escaped my lips at one point. Uh, to, to describe mm-hmm. something I thought was deep seated, whatever <laughs> term you want to use, but you know that's what I I once heard. Um, neck neck and neck is another one where some people have neck in neck and not neck and neck, but that's okay. it's not one. Yeah. I, a lot of them I kind of already know the correct one, and I'm like, how do people get this mixed up? But um, like this one, jig solve puzzle. <laughs> that's one people thought like that's that's what it was no not jigsaw puzzle but no. jigsaw puzzle. i've never heard is, that one being misinterpreted neither that's a new one neither for me <laughs> yeah um <laughs> this one i admit i also wasn't sure of what like the phrase it's like i knew i know what it means but i didn't know where it comes from but the correct term is pass muster but People will also, uh, often write or maybe say pass mustard, which is, hmm. you know, very close. But I don't know. If, even they, yeah. I don't know if I know that term, though. Uh, for something to pass muster, meaning like it, it, like it, it passes the tests, basically. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it with you. Yeah. So okay. some people, I guess, hear muster and think they're saying mustard. So. Sure. It's like, oh, it passed pass mustard. Okay. Hmm. Okay. And trying to find the other. Uh, takes two to tangle is what <laughs> I, I'm not sure how people got that. It's like, it's, it's, it's a dance, but, you know, whatever. It's a Again, dance, we, yeah. we don't want to belittle people's actual, intelligence. Right. <laughs> but the but phrase is, is it takes yeah, two to tango. Tango, not, not tango. yeah. Even though, even though, you know, with with some good tango, if you're tangling really well, then maybe you do look tangled, you know, maybe. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, but I'm not really trying to defend that one because you should know that one. So, (laughs) yeah. So our word watch today was brought to you by Curiosity, one of my new favorite apps. I uh, actually had like a list of other uh, curious apps that are not apps, articles. Um and I wish I actually maybe wrote like a summary for the Palm of Christ, which is 
the deadliest poisonous plant or the most poisonous plant on earth. And some people will actually grow them in their house. Thanks. Yeah. But um, apparently, I guess it looks really beautiful or whatever, but I'm not really a plant person. So, yeah, I don't really want them, especially if they're so basically it's where ricin comes from. And should you ever ingest ricin, I think you'll start to feel a burning sensation. And if you don't get it evacuated immediately, you could die, I believe, within a week. Ooh. And that's just from the seeds that come from this plant. That's not From okay. the palm of Christ. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, so. that's not good. But yeah, that's people have them growing in their house, and um, yeah, I think there's some other benefits to it other than the fact that it can kill you. Because <laughs> that's a benefit. Yeah, um, but <laughs> just a, a that, you know. I mean, why not? Because you just want to spruce up the house a little bit um, with a little bit of murder, perhaps. But <laughs> murder and death, right? Just, just a little bit. Just it brings so much life and death to the house. <laughs> Other fun articles that I have, uh, this has been my, my morning now because they'll send me a whole bunch of articles to read and they're, they're pretty quick. Um, so it's a couple of headlines. There's a new study that shows that the scary similarities between junk food and drugs. So hmm. uh, that one was okay. Uh, take a cue from Charles Darwin, work way few, fewer hours. Uh, the t- takeaway from that is he actually worked, I think, three hours every day, but they were really focused three hours like mm-hmm. really focused and then, but a lot of it uh, dealt with him walking around, um, <laughs> uh, walking his dog, reading the paper, having mm-hmm. his, his wife read to him. Like they would read a, read a novel together. I guess he would just kind of lay back and she just read stories. So I'm like, man, that must be the life. I know, really. right? Like, then, how can I hire somebody to do that for me? Yeah. And then after that, he would go back to doing his research and eventually, you know, finished his uh, theory, theory of evolution. And then, um, hmm. you know, got on with the rest of his day. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was. um. These, these are just like highlights of the articles that I had read. But I am definitely here to shill for curiosity if they ever need a spokesperson because I'm learning so much. Because I am definitely a nerd like that. Because I'm, it's either this or Wikipedia that I'm reading all day. So <laughs> that's. I mean, I feel like I'm, it's it's better th- um, than all the social media that I've been kind of been boggled down with and trying to stay in the know of what's current events, but not necessarily you know what I want to know or you know it's it's interesting. It's been an interesting time. Yeah, well, good. It's always good to detox every now and then, whether that's food or social media or whatever is taking up a lot of your energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's enriching because it's like with with this stuff, I don't have to worry about because uh, most of it is all like fact based. So it's not mm-hmm. like I don't have to uh, be concerned with any retaliation except for these Palm of Christ flowers. But like anything um people's like opinions of like, you know, that's, that's not right. Or trying to think of an example. I've been away for so long. I don't remember what it's like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I've already forgotten what I'm trying to say, but it's, (laughs) it's just, it's refreshing. It is refreshing to, to read these things. And it's, it's great to just absorb knowledge and be stuffed with all these useless facts, which I have no idea what I'm going to use. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. 
They'll be there when you are ready for them. This is true. And actually, some of it has started to come back out because people will ask me questions. Uh, My mother, for example, asked me about, uh, I think, like how movie studios work. Um, I forgot. We had watched some, finished watching some old movie. Oh, she was asking me about all the, um, like the titles for like production companies at the beginning of the movies and Mm -hmm. like who they're from or, um, uh, yes, we were watching Turner Classic movie and, uh, they talked about Spencer Tracy being fired off of a movie, I think, uh, nor fired from the studio or something to that effect. And I had, and I explained to her how things had worked back then, where movie studios actually owned actors and, that's why they had to do like 10 picture deals. And I think they still do it today, but definitely back then it was, it was a different mm-hmm. time. So. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm basically trying to get, um, I, I can't get Robert Osborne. May he may good Lord rest his soul, his job. Um, Bob Makowitz, I think his name is, he's the guy who replaced him and does like all the intros before and after a movie. Mm-hmm. But, okay. But, you know, it's, it's a job I would like to have just coming in the beginning and at the end, giving you some little trivia facts about the movies that you're about to watch. <laughs> or if I do that for some other channel, because, you know, they, I don't know, should, should BET ever want to like really class things up? It's like, mm-hmm. let's do some classic movies and have this guy come right. in and, uh, you know, narrate it. Introduce exactly. it rather. Right, right. Have like a fancy little couch or some some mood lighting. It's like, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, this movie came out in 1973. It stars Pamela Greer as uh, the first time that she ever did whatever she did. Um, we see uh, they they have <laughs> they have cards they read from, so they, I know what I'd be saying then. Uh-huh. So just uh-huh. fill in the blanks of what she actually did and what movie I'm talking about. So, huh. so yeah, that was. That whole segment was brought to you by Curiosity. Uh, get it on your phone today. You can tell them in dupe sent you, but again, you're not, not really going to. They don't know. Did not I, take yeah. you too far. That's... other Not farther than anybody else, but that's okay. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's go, let's go get it. I'll let them know that I'm, I'm talking about them and maybe we'll get like some kind of uh, code or something so you can um, get the app without ads or something. <laughs> Because uh, Duracell puts him. Oh my God, that's the story I wanted to tell you about, which I literally just found before I called you for this for this uh, episode. There's Let's a new black. It. There's a new black. black. A new black. A blacker than black. Black. <laughs> okay, like person or color. A color. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a color. It's um uh, because I, I would have. I'm, to, I'm interested. <laughs> I, I have to read this this part uh, like a real life version of Looney Tunes cartoon. A visitor to a Portuguese museum was injured last week when he stepped into an art installation resembling an inky void. Uh, currently <laughs> on exhibit, and um, this uh, well, this exhibit includes an actual eight-foot hole that's eight feet deep Jokes. that's painted black. Wow! So, so it appears to have no depth at all. Oh um, no! According to Britain's Times, attendees of the previous showings of the work have questioned whether there was really a hole in the floor or whether it was simply a circle painted with an extremely dark black paint. Presumably, there would be no doubts going forward. Um, Though the descent into limbo installation was reportedly surrounded with warning signs and staffers warning visitors not to get too close, there was no barrier around it. However, the museum goer, 
mm-hmm. who Portugal's uh, Portugal reports was an Italian man in his 60s was able oh. to step into the hole. Oh no! Uh, was yeah, uh, but he was briefly hospitalized for the eight foot fall. Um, oh well, yeah. Yeah, the museum closed the exhibit to to assess what happened, but says it plans to reopen it soon. Um, yeah. Oh, wow, there's I have so many. I have so many, so many questions. So, like, I'm all about the artists doing whatever they got to do to, you know, present their message to the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Okay, but where did the breakdown happen? Because if you had staffers and warning signs and stuff, obviously they didn't work that well. So, so what country was this? This was in Portugal. In Portugal, and so. The guy was Italian. Right. So the languages are different, slightly. Di- I mean, they're similar, but they're not the same, right? So obviously, there's a language barrier here. And he's older, so he's he just didn't care what you say anyway. Um, <laughs> or maybe he was testing you. Maybe he didn't know, and, and you just... I. But also, like, wh- I want to know what the... Uh, Okay, also, did they actually dig a hole in the museum floor? I I guess so. I, I okay, guess so. But, okay, um, but how, though? Because there's if, if it was, like, on the inside, you're going to hit pipes. You're going to hit all kinds of stuff that's, like, essential to the structure of the building and the functionality of the building. So was it, like, inside, or did they have it outside, or... Um, I what? I, well, maybe it was on the grounds, like of the museum. Maybe it wasn't inside. I I don't know. They they do have a picture of the hole, and it's like it does like look like it's a cartoon, like a three D type thing, like or a um, like there, there are people standing around it. Sure. Um, and it's like just like a big hole, and it looks like it does look like it's painted on the floor. And that's the other part of the article, which I didn't read before, which I'm I'm now seeing is that this particular um, artist is known for his larger than life size installations. Uh, But he, he secured a rights to a physics defying material called Vanta black developed by a British company called um, whatever they're called. The material is able to trap photons in between lab grown carbon nanotubes which bounce around until they what? eventually are absorbed. <laughs> so he created a black hole. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Literally so if you shine hole. light into it, there's it, very it little light coming absorbed. back to you. Gotcha. Yeah. That's amazing. And I applaud yeah. his efforts. Um, but I still have questions for him. I need to sit down and interview the artist because I, I want to know what his interpretation of his art is. Um. <laughs> Like, like, why? Like, sir, why? What? Um, why? Well, this is what he does because he also made. I guess he made another. You know, the the bean that's in Chicago, the reflective one. Yes, yes. Apparently, I he guess I, I don't know if he made it, but I, I I'm thinking. Oh no, I'm sorry. He didn't do that. Uh, I, I misread. There was another article that's attached to this about someone else who made another bean, but they made okay. it in China, like in mm-hmm. the middle of like a parking lot or something. So. Mm-hmm. That's okay. just based on the on the headline, but um, but the descent into limbo debuted years before Vanta Black was Vanta Black was announced to the public, and was instead created using a dark paint that produces the same depthless black hole effect. So you see right there, black hole for at 
least That's one it. hapless art lover. <laughs> it seems mm -hmm. that was enough. <laughs> Listen, but, I would go and see it, and I would want to throw something. Like I would. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know I would have to do it on the side because there's like it's protected and guarded and stuff. But mm -hmm. I mean, I could accidentally, like, and I'm doing air quotes, accidentally kick a rock, especially if it's outside. I can like bring my own rock supply and then like throw some glow like, dark stuff in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. See, so if, it, you, see if you yeah. can reflect it back. Yeah. See how like see the depth of it. I want to see the depth of it. Or I maybe don't want to go down there myself. I, well, I, I was about to say you, you should be able to go mm -hmm. down there and then feel what it's like to be in a void <laughs> <laughs> that you until you hit it until you hit the surface of the earth or the ground. It would. It would almost be like being later. in the um in the uh the upside down almost. Except you hit something and you you will probably be hospitalized, and I don't want to go through that. Well, I mean, they if they lower you into the hole, not you oh, know, just okay. drop in. <laughs> oh, okay, like that other guy. He just yeah. took matters in his own hands and was like, "I want to see." Yeah, I mean, he may have been really careless and just not you know looking where he was going. Oh, um, oh that's that's or he be was. Terrible. He was like a car. He was like a cartoon character, and you don't fall until you look down, and then you right. just walk <laughs> right across. And he's like, "What? Oh!" He's like, "Wait a second! Oh crap!" And then yeah. he turned to his friends, and he waved bye, and he fell. So. <laughs> and then you had that that little sound effect. <laughs> yes. What is wrong with me tonight? I'm just just you are cruel to everyone. Sensitive man. God does not like ugly. He's coming for you. I'm gonna find my own like black hole to fall into um, <laughs> please do please do <laughs> but i think i might have to post this um article i'm gonna post it on the patreon I'm gonna, i was gonna post it in the show notes but i'm gonna make you go to the patreon folks um because mm -hmm. there's other links to other articles that are familiar or not familiar that are related to this um I'm, I'm just gonna read the headlines because each headline makes me want to read the article and i don't have time to read the article right now to show to share you to share it with you um one article, the headline is, there's a new material that's so black you can't see it. And the picture they use is just black. Um, the uh, This new, oh yeah, this one's my favorite. This new blackest black material is, is even blacker than we thought was the blackest black material. <laughs> and they, they, have a, they, have a, they have a GIF that's attached to it. And they're showing a red laser beam go across it. And the red laser beam disappears. So... Mm -hmm. I need to know more. Uh, you can see an endless water vortex beneath this floor, and it's like a swirling. This looks like the black hole that was on an installation, but I don't know. It just looks interesting. I have to read it later. And then, of course, this the city is in China built its own Chicago bean in a desolate parking lot. So I kind of want to check that out too. <laughs> it's just in the middle of a parking lot. I guess so. All of this is on uh, Gizmodo. So, um, like I said, I'm going to oh, post yeah. that that article on. Um, uh, Patreon, and you can go check it out there, and maybe the related uh, articles will be there as well, hopefully. But I will read those. Oh, I might read them tomorrow morning for my 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 uh, <laughs> my breakfast reading. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think somehow we, we might have to try to figure out a way to get uh, something black hole related in each episode, since now this is the second time we brought it up. I mean, it's because they're amazing, and they should be honored. Um, and honored, feared, and respected. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, those last two, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I actually did 
Oh, there's a video I have to send to you as well that is black hole related. I may also post that on the Patreon as well. Uh, so keep a lookout for that. Um, but I think that that just about does it for us for this episode. Awesome. Not sure if I missed anything. I know I, I know I didn't do anything Sheboygan related. There really wasn't anything in, interesting to me. Nothing, no offense, Sheboygan or Sheboyganites. I still love you. I just didn't see anything that was like good or, you know, worthy to share. There's like things that are happening, fires burning, floods happening. So oh. you're in my prayers. And your thoughts. Yes. Yes. Did you have any um any thoughts, any shout outs? Do you have anything that you wanted to say? Any any more hills you might want to die on? Any not today, to you know. Um, I have many hills that I am willing to die on, but you'll have to just come back next time or later, whenever, um, mm-hmm. to hear about those. Now is not the time. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to space them out. I don't want to overwhelm the people. So, okay. okay. Oh, but they're, the, they're always there. So don't worry. They'll, they'll come to the light. I'm, I'm sure I will have more too. And I didn't even realize that the Blues Brothers 2000 thing was a hill that I was willing to die on until I was here defending. <laughs> Ending it. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is one of my hills. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that as, as I've It's important before. to know yourself. So, know yourself, right. know your, your personality and your strengths, your weaknesses, all of that. And so, this is one of your many um, aspects of your, of your personality that just came out. You didn't even know it. You need to plan for it. Correct. You're absolutely right. I mean, there definitely are some movies in my collection that I might struggle to defend and be like, you know what? I think it's time to retire. Like, let's, let's pretend that I own this movie kind of thing. So, (laughs) but that's not one of them. Uh, Blues Brothers 2000 is a keepsake, even if I Mm -hmm. am the only one keeping it. So (laughs) I cannot wait to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, do you have any other uh, thing you would like to shout out or people to follow you or so forth and so on? Well, you can follow me on the Twitters. My Twitter handle is at IMKHinton. Um, and it's a lot of fun when I'm there. <laughs> I tend to take unofficial uh, social media hiatuses. Um, and I'm there. I'm there. So I'm there more than Sterling right now. So that's something. So mm. check me out. Come follow me. Come interact. Come say hey. Come at me because I'm ready and I have time. You should get one of my t-shirts then. It says at me next time. I should. Or you should just send it to me. I don't know. I mean, I, I could, but, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> With that said, my I do. My birthday's coming up. Like, like, I, I, like I could forget. <laughs> I know, um, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, with that said, though, there are definitely new designs on the other store that I designed for. You can find that at bit.ly backslash gmfm shop uh, i know i actually sent that to a good friend of ours uh ariel i sent her the link and she thought i was spamming her and i'm like is this real i'm like oh yes i'm sorry this is the store the other store that i, I do designs for us and she's like, oh okay cool so sorry for scaring you ari i'm sorry um but yeah there's, there's definitely more designs over there go check those out i am currently working on new designs for the indube store some that i'm very excited about um and one that is even Aretha inspired. So I'm excited nice. about that one. Yes. I I was going to consult with some other people, but I'm like, you know what? I got this. I got this. Even though I'll still probably show you later anyway, just because. 
you, Courtney. Sorry, not not the listeners. Not yet. Yay! <laughs> it's actually like a two-parter, so I might. I'm I'm saying too much. I'm saying too much. I need to stop. I need to stop. <laughs> uh, but just keep an eye out on the Indube store. That is t dot pub backslash lick backslash Indube, uh, or just go to Indube.com. Why don't I don't? Why do I? Why do I make things more difficult for myself? Just go to Indube.com, and every all the links are there. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Both apps are currently deleted from my phone, but I will be installing them soon uh, because um, Food Fight is coming back and I kind of need to interact with people to let them know. So Yeah, that's important. It is, it is. So definitely stay tuned for news to be coming because uh, that news will be arriving soon. Um, as well as some other big events, which I'm, I'm Birdman rubbing my hands about because uh, I'm excited <laughs> to get that in motion. Uh, so also stay tuned for that. Um, trying to think of any other announcements, and I can't think of any, so I think that's it. Um, I should have my closing memorized, but I, I'm going blank. So um, uh, I'm thinking of a word. What am I thinking of? Uh, onomatopoeia. Yes, that's it. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> moo, moo, moo. Uh, follow me on all things Indube. Uh, like I said, go to Indube.com. Please rate, comment, and share the pod on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Sorry. I'm just, hey, I'm still hey, so hey, 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 hey. Yes. I mean, that's pretty freaking awesome. It is. It is. I'm up, I'm up there with, uh, um, with, our, with our friend and hopefully future guest, I love Brandon. Um, thank you so much for supporting, listening, stopping by and pressing play. Uh, shout out also to the Nerds of Prey as well. I think they should be returning soon. They're also on Yay! Spotify. Yay! Uh, tell someone you value, that you value them, and live for the folks you love. I've been your benevolent host, T. Stone Watson, and remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off or fall into a black hole. <laughs> I was just going to say <laughs> The Indube Podcast is recorded in a studio somewhere on planet Earth. The Indube Podcast is part of the Indube Network. And if you'd like to get in contact with the Indube Podcast, please email indubepod at gmail.com. That is indubepod at gmail.com. You can find the Indube Podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, Podbean, or wherever podcasts may be procured. If you'd like to find out more information, please visit Indube.com, where you can find our store, the blog, and of course, our Patreon, if you'd like to support and donate and find more perks and fun things to listen to and watch. For Chief, DJ Joe Daddy, Billford, this is T. Sterling Watson signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Gotta be quicker than that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, old man with a fishing rod and a dollar hanging. That's how that man fell in the hole. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to get that dollar. He's like, so close, I'm so close. Whoa! Gotta be quicker than (laughs) that. That's exactly how it happened. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) You are so horrible this episode. Oh, it's I think it's the lack of cynicism. It's just coming out of through this this means, perhaps. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know, but you need to repent. You need to pray to your God. I, I wasn't sure if I should him. embrace it. Like hmm, no, this this leap I'm turning over into a monster. You're turning, into, turning into, into an anti hero. An anti hero. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to save someone, but but barely because yeah, I don't care. 
Yeah. You don't care because you're an anti-hero. So right. you're just probably going to hurt somebody in that process. Is that really what you want to do, sir? Well, I'll save them, but I'll insult them when I'm done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I rescued you from this hole, but you're an idiot. So, so like during Make- the rescue, you're going to degrade them and save yes. their life at the same time? Got it. Like you're stupid for falling in this hole, but you know, at least you're out now. And then throw money at them and go get a sink because they might be hungry. I don't know how long they've been in the hole. They should, you know, take care of their life a little better. I don't know. Uh huh. (laughs) Okay. I I, I mean, I hear you. I don't condone this behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, You're wrong and you're terrible, but you're you're mine. So Uh, I may do better. (laughs) I might do better. I think you should really consider doing better, though. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. <laughs> okay. Whatever you say. I don't believe you until until <laughs> yes, I see different. Pro- proven innocent, maybe? Uh-huh. Yep. 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 <laughs> Use your words, Chief. <laughs> Good boy. This has been another 3SFX production. Hey there, friend. Enjoying this podcast production? I bet your sweet, buttery face you are. I bet you're also thinking, how can I support this show and look awesome doing it? Aside from telling your best pal and all their kin, you can head over to Indube.com and two clicks later, after hitting the store tab, you'll find yourself with several fun and fancy swag brought to you by the fine folks at the Indube Network and Public. If you're a fan of Indube, Food Fight, or anything under the Indubian sun, you can find it plastered on mugs, hoodies, pillows, cases, bags, and of course, t-shirts. Hurry on over now and you may catch a sale with all tees 30% off. Seriously, they have sales like every other week. So head on over to Indube.com or tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot C-O-M and type Indube in the search bar and continue to pod with the best.